This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Drew and Amber aren't your average couple anymore. They're a full swap swinger couple, and they're enjoying every minute of exploring the lifestyle together. These are their stories about love, maintaining a healthy relationship, and of course, making new friends with benefits. Welcome to Love with a Twist. Hey everybody, it's Hi. Drew. <laughs> Do we come in like that too much? I don't know. I feel like that's like the, the norm, but um, <laughs> anyways, welcome to our season finale. Oh, so sad. Yeah, episode 10 of season 2, and um, today we're actually going to like be letting a lot go and, and really let you guys get to know us. Um, and if you guys listened to the last episode, you know that we proposed a question, um, and that kind of ties into a lot. Yeah. Of how, yeah, how we got into this lifestyle. What was the question again? So it was basically... Two choices. Yeah, you have right? two choices. And, and we actually put this on our Instagram and our Twitter, and a lot of people um, participated, so we appreciate that. But the question was, which would hurt more? A, your partner has fallen in love with someone else, but is not having sex with them. Or B, your partner is having sex with someone else, but has no emotional connection to them. Yeah, and that brings us to kind of a topic we've been thinking about, which was pre, um, you and I. pre-monogamy, or non-monogamy, mm-hmm. yes, and pre-us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting how it kind of shaped it, and how do we get to this question, and having this as one of our topics, is that recently one of our really close friends um, had asked us what of this past year, but just generally speaking, um, what was it, what's a huge event that happened in your life that shaped who you are today? Mm-hmm. So that really resonated with us. Yeah. Right? Like, like what happened in your past that you think brought you to today and like even being able to be in the lifestyle mm-hmm. is kind of what we applied it to. Yes. So, um, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So ultimately we went back to our first serious relationships in our lives mm-hmm. and i think that for a lot of us like i don't know just generally speaking we all learn a lot from our first relationships right mm-hmm. um losing your virginity l- learning how to navigate through a relationship and it's unfortunate sometimes you actually do love the person but you don't know how to navigate through a relationship and mm-hmm. that's what breaks you yeah um yeah anyways we're going to talk about our first loves. Right? Yeah. I mean, technically second love for me. For you, I yeah. Guess yeah. I would say, but this First one... real relationship that had a real chance. Yes. I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to start off. I'm going to um, introduce to you guys. So, if you guys have uh, watched Love and Basketball, I grew up on that movie. Such a good movie, though. This is a beautiful movie. And... Um, Sana Lathan, or aka Monica, mm-hmm. um, she was someone that was like super important um, to me growing up, and I ended up finding a girl who, yeah, she was my Sana Lathan. She was my Monica. She was. Um, I lost my virginity to her. I. Um, she was my first 
relationship turned into major relationship and um i cannot lie like our relationship was so extremely similar to ours now like i <laughs> yeah i i love this girl like she was gorgeous right she had um that kind of like milk chocolate skin um beautiful smile super just like quirky i guess and easy to get along with yeah that um, dark skin filipina yes yes yeah so she wasn't black like sana but like she had that like light skin dark hair and um yeah she was just filipino and um and the thick eyes the big um smile the thighs um she was athletic and she played like tennis so she played tennis she did play tennis I yeah had no idea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like most most importantly her sex drive like she was just like you like she loved to fuck and i love that about her right i i think throughout my life outside of her i'd always been chasing someone similar to her in terms of all those things and i end up finding you later in life but like more matured myself i got the long end of the stick you sure do (laughs) do you like long stick don't you (laughs) so um yeah anyways um i got and now she was my high school sweetheart right i got with her in i want to say 10th 11th grade and we stuck with each other on and off um all the way until i basically met you and we were each other's fallback like i think a lot of people can probably relate to this i hope people can because yeah like your first love ends up being your fallback uh, a lot of times as you try to navigate the relationships and as they try to navigate the relationships so um that's what happened to me um i remember specifically her and i were after high school we weren't ever official but God, every time that she hooked up with someone or I hooked up with someone, it was, there was this connection of like, at some point I'll probably end up back with her, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was my Monica. Um, that was my, my, um, first lobster, if you will. Not the lobster. Not like, not like you. Okay. <laughs> Crawfish. I don't really know. <laughs> smaller than a lobster yeah, but yeah. Still significant. not quite the lobster okay i think there's a shrimp and a crab maybe no i don't know now we're just now we're yeah yeah anyways so <laughs> the person that i um chose to kind of talk about where this question resonates is um, my ex-boyfriend um he was someone that i was with throughout college mm-hmm. and just before you drew you know i met him through my cousins and this guy i was attracted to him really um really quickly as soon as i saw him Mm -hmm. and the person that i chose to kind of be his doppelganger is manti tail Mm -hmm. this guy is a football player i don't know it was like athletic right right yes he actually did used to play football back in high school so that worked out um but more so just because this guy you know has really big eyes and you know, his face just looks really similar to Manti with the the thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So he looked as if he was Filipino, but he was, I think he was Vietnamese. You think? I think, right? It's no, like I Brazilian know. Brazilian or Chinese or <laughs> something weird. Don't be racist. No, that was, was an man line, if anyone <laughs> caught that. <laughs> but anyway, so moving on. <laughs> 
so yeah, Mante, it, with with our relationship, it was we had very high highs, and he, I just always really wanted to have sex with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like the sex drive was really high. I could not keep my hands off him. Mm-hmm. So every time we saw each other, it was that we were always doing something. So it was nice that he had his own place that could just do it mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, so holy. Uh, <laughs> We've been watching The Office and Steve Carell popped to my head. That was with his one-liners. 40-year-old virgin, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'll go to tangent. Go ahead. So anyways, yeah. I, with him, you know, I had been in a relationship before with my high school sweetheart, but mm-hmm. this one was just next level. He was someone that I actually legit saw something more in him mm-hmm. potential person that i would have wanted to marry yeah and i know you guys talked about marriage and we did mm-hmm. yeah but you know thinking about it like i said before we had our highs were high and our lows were low and i am very happy that i chose you at the end but we'll talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so just bringing them together like i know that um you were with him when you and I first even started like flirting and um, I was on and off with her forever up until you and I became serious. Yeah. Right. I think that the things that really stood out to kind of shape who we were to become, um, I mean, it all started with us just being just super high sex drives. Right. Mm -hmm. So kind of talking about that, um, Sana was, I don't know if I should call her Sana or Monica, but yeah. At this point, yeah, she's, like I said, she's my Monica, so, and, um, we, we would fuck all the time, right? And I know that you, you love to, to have sex, too, and so, like, I was always looking. I was not gonna date a girl outside of Monica that didn't have that kind of sex drive. And I broke a lot of relationships off because she didn't want to have sex enough. But with Monica, it was never a question. It was just, like, she loved my cock, and I loved her pussy, and we would fuck all the time um one thing that we would always do is like 50 percent of the time that her and i were on car rides she would let me just hold her pussy and finger her and um it would almost always turn into us pulling over into some random parking lot or behind some building and just having sex it was just a beautiful thing how much she enjoyed fucking like i did right and anyways Going back to how this all ties back into um, us becoming swingers is her and I, at the beginning, when we were in high school, we fucking loved each other and we were inseparable. But when I graduated and then she went off to college and, you know, we kind of like separated, that's when we were extremely, extremely unhealthy in terms of like, yeah, she, um, she met other guys. I met other girls when when she would when i knew that she was with another guy it just drove me crazy like but in this way of like i'm jealous but i want to win you back right was it because of knowing that she was fucking another guy or knowing that she was just in a relationship with someone else more so when she was fucking other guys because i i didn't even though she was fucking other guys i didn't honestly believe that she was in love with any of them. I really don't think so. Cause like a lot of times she would hook up with 
or I would, you know, I'm afraid to have a good pretty idea of that she was like hooking up with other guys, mm-hmm. but like she'd call me and, um, you know, we would still hang out. We would still talk on the phone all the time. And, um, likewise, whenever, you know, if she was like with another guy, I would hook up with another girl, but oftentimes after the girl left, like I would be thinking about her. Right. The first time that this happened actually is, um, similar to what we always call reconnection sex. And this is like top tier sex for you and I, right? Oh, I love it. It's the fucking best. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a big part of being in the lifestyle. But in any case, um, there was a time when it was like I had graduated and she was still a senior in high school. So I'm a, I'm a year older than her. But um, we weren't officially together and she's dating a new guy that's in my class. Now, he goes off to college in another state. And naturally, she's getting a little antsy for some dick, probably. So, <laughs> And we're still talking. We're still, f- like, friends-ish. Yeah. You know, that weird... Like, yeah. kind of not, but kind of are. Like, I got my... Like, dude, you could get it if you want it. <laughs> and it worked both ways. You so... You really want <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he goes off to college. She hasn't had dick in a couple weeks or whatever. I don't fucking know. Like, she just hasn't had dick in a while. And she hits me up and I sneak over to her place. And, like, this is wrong, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we're cheating. She's cheating on her boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. But we're still in love with each other. Like, a million percent. There's no way she's not still in love with me and, and vice versa. And so, anyways, I sneak over to her place. She lets me in through the window. And, um, at this point we hadn't talked about having sex or anything. She just said, we're just on the phone. And she's like, I just miss you. Right. Cause she's dating another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking to other girls, but as soon as I slipped in through the window, we just like lock eyes. She's wearing sleeping clothes, whatever that, <laughs> you know, how girls be little to nothing. Basically. Got yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. As if like. I oh, didn't expect you to be here. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, what are you doing? Her hair looks nice, all this dumb shit. <laughs> but, um, God, we just kissed. And, and, like, we hadn't been together in months, like, officially. But from kiss to we end up just making love, like, all night. And um, in that process, you know, we're fucking. And she's just going nuts. Like, I know that he didn't fuck her the way I fucked her. And she even said at some point during the middle, like, I can't believe, like, I've been missing this. Like, I miss you so much, and your sex is just my shit, and I told her the same thing. I, you know, was flirting with other girls, but, like, anytime I liked a girl, they just never really compared to her at that time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we just had just amazing sex literally all night until we had to go to school the next day. I had college classes. She had high school classes. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> but um yeah, that was was just an amazing, you know, experience of of my first experience of what reconnection sex could be. You know, you you love someone, you know that they're fucking someone or you know that they're fucking someone but like they don't have the emotional connection that you and them do. Does that right. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So she cheated on this guy. Yeah. Did she ever cheat on you? She, yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. Mm-hmm. How was that? Because was it 
when she cheated on you with somebody else, was that something there? It was very, you know, no emotional connection there, or like what was well, that like? Here's the thing. Um, it was weird because we were so on and off, right? I don't. Yeah, maybe she wasn't official with me. I don't. I can't even re- recollect to be totally honest, but. Um, she went to the university that my best friend went to. So here's where it gets crazy. My best friend at the time. Um, he is throwing a party. For whatever reason, I'm not there. But um, she's there. And she's with her girls or whatever. And um, and they were friends too, right? Through me. At this party, they end up flirting. And they end up hooking up. And she has no emotional connection to him. It's just drunk college kids at a party and um i from what i remember she passed out like she had been drinking she passes out on his bed because he's like yeah you can just like if you're about to like pass out just you know hit my bed it's fine right because it's one of your best friends yeah it's my good friend and and um she they know each other and all this stuff right yeah so they end up um they end up hooking up at that night and what's crazy to me is my best friend didn't say anything to me for an entire well he didn't say anything to me period and um i want to say on the second or third day she calls me and um admits to me and she's like just i don't know she's just genuinely like i can't believe i did that and i'm sorry but i just want you to know that it happened and um how did that make you feel Dude, I mean, I was I was pretty broken at the time, but I think it was more so because she told me and he didn't, you know? Yeah. Because I don't, yeah, you know what? I don't think we were together officially, but we were still, we had the feelings, right? Yeah. That doesn't go away yeah. with, with the title of a relationship. Right. So. And she was like your first love and everything like that. So you that. still kind of hold on to it. Always, yeah. And there's the fact that she told me, like, that tells me enough that she cares for me still, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... If she didn't care about me, then she could have helped took that to her grave. And if he never said anything, then I would have never known either, right? So it would have just been something. But, like, she was, like, big enough of a person to step up and say, hey, this happened. And, like, I don't have feelings for him. And that's why I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah, that's, it's crazy to think, but, like, that didn't break us. If anything, it hurt my relationship with my best friend more. Because he didn't step up and say anything. It was it took her to say something. Looking back at it, it's amazing that her and I's relationship endured that. And I think because there was no emotional connection. That's why we continued to stay connected and still feel like there was enough of a chance that her and I would still have a chance to get back together in the, in the future. Mm-hmm. Right? So finally, we, we reached the breaking point when um she had met a guy and they were just talking friends um while her and i were still on and off but it blossomed into a lot more and it ended up turning into her now husband essentially this was our breaking point this is where i knew i had lost her and we're probably never going to be together again when she called me or no i called her one night um and asked her if I could spend the night because I was doing this long drive from Arlington or, you know, like I used to live <laughs> this, in this 30 crazy... minutes north of Seattle. No, like, like an downtown. hour. It was like deep. In any yeah. case, um, 
I would drive back every weekend. And um, when you and I were on and off, she was my fallback, and you know that. But she um, she was like, yeah, you can sleep over. And you know how that is. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, let's fuck, right? Yeah. Um, we end up, that night, we end up um, sleeping in her bed. And I'm starting to kind of make moves, right? Like, I'm putting my hand on her thighs and just kind of, like, breathing into her, her ear. We're, like, spooning, but not really, you know? But, like, um, anyways, at some point, she says, I can't, I can't, like, and I was like, what's up? And she's like, I'm, like, into someone right now. And, um, yeah, we didn't have sex that night, which was crazy to me, because, like, normally we would, I would fuck the shit out of her, and mm-hmm. we talk about it the next day, and I asked her, like, dude, what, you know, is it, how's everything with you, and I don't know. She just said, um, I think I'm falling for someone else. And, um, yeah, I think of, of everything that we, her and I had been through up to that point. Cause we had like, you know, we had been with other people, but like the fact that she said, I'm falling for someone else in terms of like, I'm losing, I'm losing the connection with you because I'm building this connection with someone else that, that was the, um, that was the breaking point for me. Anyways, that was my story with Monica. Um, we ended up not ever getting back together, but I ended up finding someone, you know, that fits me perfectly. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we're going to take a quick break and then um, you're going to tell your story about, you know, Manti and, and kind of how all your experiences shaped us into... Shaped us into what we are today. Yes, correct. Here we go. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to Love With A Twist. Find us on Instagram at LWAT Podcast, or you can email us at lovewithatwist at iCloud.com. Now back to the show with your hosts, Drew and Amber. So here we are. Mm-hmm. You shared about you and Monica and how tables had turned, different experiences with her. How right? turn tables. So. <laughs> so um, Manti is who I'm going to talk about in my relationship with him. And so if you remember him and I were together just before Drew and Am- Drew and I were. <laughs> and Amber. Amber. You are <laughs> I am Amber. Amber. Amber is me. I am her. Yeah. Um, and you know, this guy, he was I, I thought it was amazing. You know, I met him through my cousins mm-hmm. and when I first laid eyes on him I thought he was really hot. Um, he had a really large cock. It's always a good win. <laughs> bigger, bigger than my previous partners. And I have a huge sex drive. So yeah, of course I was attracted to that. Um, the first time him and I actually hung out, I actually jacked him off at my cousin's house. That's awesome. <laughs> That's how that went. I jacked awesome. him off under covers. He mm-hmm. fingered me. And um, yeah, after that we were kind of inseparable Mm -hmm. he wasn't with anybody i was already out of relationships with whomever and every single time that we would be together we would fuck Mm -hmm. we would fuck before we would go out and have dinner or make dinner whatever it was or any sort of activity that's just how our dynamic was Mm -hmm. um so fast forward um where the tables kind of turned with our relationship with him because 
the highs were highs, the lows were lows, right? right? And with him, it got to the point where he was just not satisfying me in some sort of way, whether it was giving me enough attention or just not giving me enough dick. And I had a requirement. I <laughs> so, so you loved the dick, but you weren't getting enough of it. I wasn't getting enough of it. And and you know this. Before you and I had You can take a up, lot of dick. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I like it. It's fun. It's yeah. a fun activity it for sure me. It sure is. I agree. Um, you know, and, and we've never told you guys this, but before Drew and I had... Oh, actually, maybe we did in the first one. But uh, we I had a requirement of how little or the minimum requirement of how much times I need to have sex in a week. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, it was him was the one that helped me discover this because though, yes, his dick was bomb and I loved it. It just wasn't enough for me. I needed more. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we lived that far away. I was always staying over at his house pretty frequently to try to get it and so the quality of sex was high but the quantity was low correct yeah it's good yes i get it um and it got to the point where i was always the one instigating sex with him and it's just like man i just i just need it just i broke up with girls because of this to me um and you know brings me to this time that I actually had cheated on Manti with my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. Russell, that I've mentioned to you in the past. And those sex with him was meh, mediocre, right? But he was just always up for it. He was down, yeah. Yeah, every time I would hit him up, it's like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, nothing. But that was always a call for, hey, you want to fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, so this one a couple times. That, that's funny that you mentioned it. Cause like, yeah, that was my Monica, right? Yeah. Same type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly the same thing. Cause Russell was my high school boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know? So it was comfortable. Yeah. It was comfortable. So we were secretly, Russell and I were secretly fucking mm-hmm. and Russell w- had his own girlfriend too, mm-hmm. that he was cheating on. Um, so that happened a couple times and then it, it stopped. Because I was like, okay, you're annoying. <laughs> I, but, I'm I mean, you this. were genuinely in love with Manti too, right? Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed his company and we were, you know, it, everything was good. Yeah, I just, just needed didn't more. get enough dick. I yeah. Get it. yeah. And he gave me the intention that I needed. But I just, again, I needed it. So um, when you would c- come back from fucking Russell, like, you would you just absolutely love the reconnection sex the secret reconnection sex the secret reconnection yeah because yeah, it's like fuck yeah i liked this dick mm-hmm. it felt good it better. filled me yeah um anyways and then i cheated on him again i cheated on manta again with my other ex uh-huh. just before him and that was meh it, i mean he was available he mm-hmm. said yes so that happened and after that i was like okay i shouldn't be doing this mm. this isn't cool uh, Mind you, you're uh, early 20s. I think a lot of girls do this. I think I was 19 at the time. Sure. Say whatever. I was 19. I, think, I, I do think a lot of people go through this when they're trying to f- find a partner, the right partner. It's like, you gotta fuck people to know that this is who I want to be fucking, right? Right. And I find it amazing how there's some people, it's like, oh, I just want to fall in love with them. And then we get married 
and then have sex. Like, I completely respect that, but that's, for me, that's, that's, that's not something that us, that's I was wild. okay. Yeah. Um, so, Manti and I, we were good for, for a little bit of time. Until and, he finds out. And not yet. No. I actually cheated on a third time <laughs> with, uh, what was it? What did we call him? Ken. Yeah, Ken. <laughs> yep. And with him... That was always every time I hit him up, it was just for yeah. sex. That was like that was sex it. slash best friendship. We yes. talked about that. Yep. Yeah. And and then after that, I was like, okay, I really should be doing this. I yeah. I do love Manti. I want to be with him. It's funny how like when you say, I gotta stop. That's when they find out. Yes. <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah. So I'm not much on any computer stuff my laptop started to just kind of bog up yeah who knows why probably because i was watching a lot of porn um and i would click on random shit Mm -hmm. so um story of my life still to this day anyways so i asked manti i'm like hey can you check on my computer i don't know why it's acting like this so i leave my laptop with him Mm And he is a computer whiz, so that's why I had asked him to help me out. Um, in that night of me asking him to help me out to, to fix my computer, he actually finds out a lot of things. And one of which is deleted instant messenger. Okay, so yes, if you <laughs> are our age, you know what instant messenger is. And, um, so these were deleted instant messenger. I had gone through everything on my computer. So I thought to erase all the cookies, he managed to find it. Mm -hmm. And I go over to his house the next day and I find these letters or, or all of these messages literally sitting in the front door of his apartment. And I had the key to his apartment, of course. So I walk in and he's passed out sleeping. I, that was the moment where I knew that he had discovered that I had cheated on him. And this was a a conversation between Russell and I on in depth of how I had cheated or how we had cheated with each other. A lot of details of sex. A lot of details. Really, really bad. Nothing, nothing about that was anywhere how I could recover from this. Right. It was bad. Um, so anyways, um, Manta and I break up because of, of how bad this was. And he even reached out to um, Russell's girlfriend mm-hmm. and told her and sent her the, the, the messages of what had happened. That was, that's what broke us. Right, and I tried so hard for months after that to just prove to him that that was literally nothing. It mm. was just for sex. There was no, no emotional connection. No emotional connection to him. It was just, I mean, with with Russell, Russell I could just stop the conversation, yeah. and it was that was it. So I tried for many, many months, many, many weeks, to just prove to him that I didn't want. Russell at all and I wanted to be with him and we have talked numerous times even before that that you know he was a person that I wanted to marry (laughs) you know 20 years old what do I know 
night. That's, that's what I wanted. Like the three other guys. Yes, I did. Um, Do I count? Did you cheat on him with me? No, I did not. Nice. I nice. didn't. You're not counted for because because after four months of really trying to gain his trust back and showing him that I wanted to be with him, I I started to lose myself. Mm-hmm. I lost myself as a human being, mm-hmm. literally, like my whole dignity, the whole entire person as I am. Heartbreak does that to you, though. It really does, because you, you lose yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You you start to turn you think on this it. different persona of who you are, and there you... was just something that clicked in me, and I was like, no, this is ugly. Yeah. This is not cute. This is not how I want to live, live the rest of my life with. Yeah. You know, it, for decades, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking about it, that's an additional, additional 50 years with this person mm-hmm. can do it can do that to myself so anyways i cut it off with him mm-hmm. i i told him that i can't do this anymore if you do want to be with me then cool if you don't want to be with me that's fine too did you is that where you like stop like being in love with him or when did you start not being in love with him because i think it was on the downward yeah. That's when I started to not be in love with him because, you know, yourself. I was losing myself. And he was even asking me to, like, if you really loved me, then you wouldn't wear makeup to try to prove that you're still pretty or something. Wow, that's yes, toxic it as was, fuck. It was bad. It was really bad, you guys. Um, and, and at that point, and this was a conversation I was having with myself. I didn't confide in anyone. I didn't tell anyone until you. Mm-hmm. Um, about this relationship because I couldn't. So that was the downward spiral of, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm starting to not fall in love with you. And that was when he started to feel like, oh, okay, I'm losing you. I need you to come back. So in comes you. I had met you, Drew, a long time ago with one of my ex-boyfriends because he was friends with your sister. And I kept you in mind, told you that I was going to be out at this club (laughs) and here's my number. Yeah, we know that story. We knew this story. But like, okay, so going back to um, the questions of, okay, (laughs) we talked about you cheating with no emotional connection. Mm -hmm. Um, Multiple guys. Yeah. Right. And, And like, but you guys... You still, like, were trying to work on it with him, right? Yeah. What was the real breaking point was with me, right? Like, it was with you. When... With you, yeah. Yeah, because he, he had asked you specifically, are you falling in love with this guy? Yeah, And then, that was you. And that was you and his breaking point. Yes. Him and I would have sex. It would be amazing. He would be open to whatever kink that I was into, and specifically at that point with him it was anal Mm -hmm. like he would just every time i would ask for it he would be all for it and he would just fuck the shit out of me and i would just ride his cock Mm -hmm. all through the night until he would come inside me Mm -hmm. like this this sex with him was top of the line and he just fulfilled every bit but there was just 
one little bit of him that he couldn't fulfill. And, and by the time I met you, it was hard to go back to him. So he, uh, when I had told him, going back to it, when I had told him that I'm, I'm done, I can't try anymore because I don't have any more in, in me, I had reconnected with you. And you and I had gone on dates and it was so much fun. It was like we were best friends, but you dicked me down. <laughs> And made me come like no other. Mm -hmm. And at some point, he would try to get me back. It's like, I want to be back with you and, and give it a try. And it would literally be every two weeks. Every two weeks, I would be with Manti. And then when he would start to be mean to me, I would go back to you. So it was a, a whole back and forth thing. And um, and this happened for, for a, a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It happened for at least three months straight. And at one point, he was like, you need to decide between me and, and Drew who you're going to be with because that's not fair. And so I was like, okay, you know, I don't want to throw away the whole year and a half they were together. And so I broke it off with you, Drew. Um, and that was hard. That was really, really hard because I tried breaking off with you, um, you know, in person. Mm -hmm. And when I did break it off with you, we fucked all night mm -hmm. and you made me come like crazy. Your parents were home, so it was uninterrupted. And I think we fucked like two or three times and he was calling me that night. Mm -hmm. He called me at least 20 times. Mm -hmm. That's no exaggeration. He called me at least 20 times and texted me on top of that to to see what's going on and if I had broken it off with you. And I didn't answer anything. And I finally called him middle of the day and the next day and told him that, I, that yeah, I had uh, broken off with you, but I just didn't want to talk to him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So that's why I didn't answer his phone call. Like it happened. I told him that it, you know, I, I went over there. I talked to you for like an hour and then that was it. And I went home and I just didn't want to talk to him. Um, truth of the matter was, was that I wanted to fuck you again, over and over again. Mm -hmm. And in conversation with Manti about this, he was just like, why are you not talking to me? Why is it so hard for you? You can't be serious. Did you mm -hmm. seriously fall in love with this guy? And I paused. I couldn't really answer him right away, but I was like, yeah, I think I am actually in love with this guy. And I'm, I stopped talking to him because of you. And that hurt him. That was just, that was the breaking point where he realized that he had lost me and that I had lost him because there was something else out there that brought me joy, mm -hmm. that gave me happiness and satisfied everything that I needed and wanted mm -hmm. in a human mm -hmm. partner. Yeah. So to bring this back like full circle, you know, we're talking about how all of these experiences with our, our past lovers turn into us being lifestyle today. And first of all, like we just went over, yeah, at the end of the day, um, losing love and 
destroying and like breaking the chance of a relationship continuing is what hurt the most. Would you mm. agree? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think Manti, which is a lot of what our listeners mm-hmm. had, had responded to. Yeah, yeah, it was like eighty six percent of people would be more hurt losing their emotional connection with their partner mm-hmm. than finding out that they had a sexual relationship outside of their relationship. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we have both been through that and we agree that you can absolutely have sex with someone while being in love with someone else, but losing love for someone is damn near impossible to recover from. And I think that's why we don't dabble into polyamory is because I can't fathom you being in love with somebody else and having a, a deep emotional connection with someone. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't have any interest in having a deep emotional connection with someone else. Like I love connections and I love physical attraction. And, um, you and I have both had sex with people while still being in love with other people and ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's where the connection all comes around is like, look guys, you can have sex with people and still love your partner. Yeah. Right. But if you guys lose the love for each other and you're having sex with people and not communicating and not doing it out of a place of love. Um, that's like, what can break you. Yeah. And that's why, yeah. I don't know. Well, at least for us, for us. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of, I don't know. I guess that's like how we are and, um, we love each other to the deepest depths. And, um, at and the end of the day, like sex with another person isn't going to break me yeah. or you apart at all not even close and i think that's what's what's really important is making sure that you have that conversation with your person it's like Mm -hmm. okay what are we doing here what do we want out of this Mm -hmm. and that's a hundred percent totally fine to ask what are they trying to seek out is it just sexual or are we trying to open ourselves up to other people to make ourselves available to others like emotionally yeah yeah and that's you know that's the beauty in having this sort of lifestyle that's why it's so huge so broad yeah yeah but at the end of the day like us being who we are um we love each other to you know that and that's that's what brings us to this lifestyle is like we love each other but we also love sex so Mm -hmm. we're gonna keep fucking other people (laughs) And we're going to keep loving each other, right? Like, period. That's it. I think I love you even more when I see you fuck somebody else. I agree. I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. And like the reconnection sex too, part of it, right? Like, um, I talked about this with Monica and I don't know if this happened with you too, but like, um, yeah, when, when I have sex with you after I knew you had sex with someone else, like it's passionate it's i'm taking you back and i fucking love you so much yeah and i'm gonna show you that um yeah and and i hope you have a great lay with other people you know and i'm sure like it's it's vice versa but at the end of the day it's like they're not gonna be you yeah and i'm okay with that yeah i mean i'm i will fuck the other person Mm -hmm. to the best of my ability because it's like it's a different (laughs) thank you yeah yeah um, I would fuck them, you know, as best as I can because uh-huh. it's a different partner, different body shape, it's right? Fun. Yeah. So it's different, but like when we get together, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you yeah. and Likewise. let you remember who you married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And why you're with me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So hopefully that um, explains it. Like love comes first, and that's love why we kind of um, made the episode the way it was. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. Like as far as the season finale goes, like this is our past, and this is how learning from our first relationships brought us to be a strong relationship now, but also to navigate through the lifestyle successfully because it's hard you know you're it's all new territory so if you're dabbling in the lifestyle if you've been in the lifestyle a long time um just like remember loving your partner always should come first yeah and i mean don't be afraid to talk to him about it because that's what you have endured in your past that's what shapes you to your future yeah exactly so there it is (sighs) <sighs> next um, episode until we take a break mm-hmm. so we're, we are coming back with a season three i think we've said this multiple times but um yeah until then um we'll miss you guys. we will miss you um keep following us keep honestly like we so so appreciate all the comments all the reviews that are left on our podcast um, yes. all the shares so please like if you know anyone that's interested in lifestyle and could benefit from hearing our story um or just reach out to us let us know that you've enjoyed it if there's anything that like you want us to cover in mm-hmm. the next season because we're totally open to that i mean don't be afraid to reach out and even just say i love you guys <laughs> we <laughs> absolutely. Love hearing it. absolutely we do and that's what keeps us going so it's good to hear that like people are taking away from our our um learnings and and applying it to you know having a more successful lifestyle journey yeah so yeah all right but for the last time in season two um and until season three find your love and love your twist see you guys bye for all you fun loving listeners we appreciate you for tuning in if you're interested in connecting with us find us on instagram at lwat podcast or you can email us at love with a twist at icloud.com 